Welcome back to the tape store, everyone. This is Toby. And this is Brooke. We were made in the 80s. And played in the 90s. And my microphone is tangled around my headphones. All right, we're good. <laughs> we're good now. Good, 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 good. Because uh, I, I was feeling some, yeah, problem there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that okay. would be good. Yeah, it's kind of a mess in here right now, so. Yeah, yeah, the tape store is like a tape store slash multi-purpose room. Yes, I wish it was more than that, but <laughs> that's where we're at right now. We have a small, our, our house was built in like 1951, so it's one of those houses that has a lot of character and not a lot of space. That's true. But it's okay, we love it. We have big dreams, though, for the future. Yeah. We'll see what happens with that, but it's good to see everyone again. Or hear you, I guess. Yeah. I <laughs> yes. And we are here this week to talk about, I think, a pretty special movie. Uh, definitely special to me and Brooke as it kids. It kind of fell under the radar, I feel like. It did fall under the radar. I'm going to talk a little bit about why that happened. Yeah, um, okay, good. Yeah, courtesy of Wikipedia, some facts there. <laughs> um, this is The Indian in the Cupboard. Cupboard? Whatever. Okay, Roxanne. The Indian <laughs> the Indian in the Cupboard. Is that right? Yes. Your mom says it like cupboard. Yeah. She's sorry. from up north. I, I remember the first time I saw the word cupboard. And I thought you realized it was a deep. cupboard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good job, guys. Whoever <laughs> said let's spell it like this. Um, yeah. Ending in the cupboard. I'm not. I'm not going to go back and edit that. No. We're going to leave it's that beautiful. in. Beautiful. Uh, yes. This is based on a book. So, Ending in the Cupboard is a movie from 1995. It was released July 14th, 1995. So this is like dead in the summer. Um, you know. Yeah. And I think a little bit. Already should allude to why, as you said, it flew under the radar. You know, the summer is the the, the season of That's the movie month of the blockbuster yeah. movies, right? So, yes, I think that that definitely is a reason why it flew under the radar. It was again released July fourteenth, nineteen ninety five. Uh, it was directed by Frank Oz. I noticed that when I saw that on the credits, I was like, "Wait a minute, yeah. what?" Frank Oz, as in Dark Crystal. Yeah. Yeah, as in every voice of like, so, like he's a voice of so many Muppets. Yeah, he's the guy who Sesame played Yoda. Street. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he well, he did the Muppets Take Manhattan. Uh, he he has done some great '90s movies like What About Bob. Again, he voiced Yoda too. I mean, that's I know that's that's really. I mean, I would say that's all you need, but I'm a big Muppet fan. Yeah, so. he's multi talented, <laughs> certainly. Uh, but yeah, Dark Crystal, of course, one of our really, you know, favorite. It's just that's epic. such a big deal to us. Yeah. So Frank Oz is great, and he directed Indian in the Cupboard. And uh, I don't know how many times I'm going to say it wrong. <laughs> it's not just wrong. It's go just with it. Different. And this movie was based on a book by Lynn Reed Banks, and this book was published in 1980. So it had been yeah. out and around. It's very... Now, you have more experience with the book. I read the book yeah. as a kid and loved it. And there are some sequels to the book. I just never got around to reading those. Yeah. You know, I've seen them. that. We've, we, I was going to say, haven't we, we've thrifted them uh, We have like several of them, and I want to go back and read through. Yeah. Because this was supposed to be... Uh, this movie was supposed to be the beginning of uh, a series of films uh, based in the right. universe of... You know the Indian in the cupboard, uh, so but but that that didn't happen because this mo- the movie did underperform. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the book is great. The book is great. I need to read the book. The, I never read the book. I mean, the movie's a nice watch. It's nice. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's good. I mean, so, I saw it as a kid, so like I really liked it then. But watching it now is kind of like, huh? Yeah, uh, I, the, 
I remember it being more epic in my mind as a kid. Well, I, I think that the story is really beautiful, and I think that it, it, is. it, it it's got a lot of great, great messaging, and and I'm and and I love the cast. Um, so and we're gonna get into the film, but I want to, you know, obviously, you know, go a little bit more into uh, setting it up a little bit. The music was done by Randy Edelman, who is one of my favorite composers. He did Dragon: The Bruce Lee Story. Okay. Yeah, and. I mean, I'm not going to hum it or anything, but I'll, I'll let you, if, if you've never heard that theme, you've heard it. Oh, okay. You just didn't realize where it was from. Ah, uh, okay. Dragon the Bruce Lee story has an incredible film score. Uh, he also did the film score for Gettysburg. Oh, wow. Which was uh, a big TNT movie. It was a made-for-TV movie. But, yeah, no, I remember that, though. I, I, I believe it was made. Was it released in theaters, Gettysburg? Oh, now I'm going to I'm gonna have to look that up because I, I don't want to get that wrong, but... Uh, Gettysburg is, of course, about the Battle of Gettysburg in the Civil War, and they made a big movie. I mean, all-star cast, uh, and Randy Edelman did the score for that. And I just, I know it would always be on TNT. And it was, it came out in 93, and let me see, was it released in theaters? Let me look. The release was... The miniseries was set to air on TNT. I'm reading Wikipedia. Okay. But Ted Turner felt that it was much bigger than a miniseries. It was released theatrically. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I remember, like, that being a big deal. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. I can't remember. When did it come out? 93. And it was a huge movie. And I mean... I remember seeing it at Blockbuster. uh, All the All the... Tom Berenger, Jeff Daniels, Martin Sheen, uh, Kevin Conway. Yeah, stacked cast. Excellent cast. Stephen Lang, Sam Elliott. See Thomas Howell's in it. I mean, it's 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 a great movie. So um, anyway, not to say, but Randy Edelman did the score for that, and, yeah. and and honestly, the score is one of the best parts of that movie. So he did the score for the Indian in the Cupboard. Yeah, it uh, stars Hal Scardino, Lightfoot, Lindsey Krauss, Richard Jenkins, Steve Coogan, and David Keith. Uh, and again, as I said, music by Randy yes. Edelman. Uh, again, based on the book. By Lynn Reed Banks, and this this book uh, widely circulated uh, a, a big kids book, especially when 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 I was a kid. It's, you know, even before I read it, I yeah. actually got around to reading it. I always heard of, oh, you've never read the Indian in the cupboard, uh, you know. So it's and it's a great it's it really is a wonderful story, you know, and and something that honestly it was it was Toy Story before Toy Story. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You know, this is about toys coming to life, right? Except you know? the kid gets to see it. Yes, and the and except the kid gets to see it, and just the magic of the story and the history of the story, you know, because this deals with Native Americans. There's a there. I was gonna say it. I I feel like they could have, they really wanted it to be a kids movie, and it is. But there's a there's a weight and there a depth, is, yes, to because of the history. This, because it's not just I'm a toy. I'm from Mattel. You know, it's like hey, you pulled me out of history. Right, and I'm a. F- anyway, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah, it's exciting. And I mean, really, in in my experience with films uh, that are that have Native American themes, the friendship, the the, the you know whether you, you're talking about Dances with Wolves or The Indian in the Cupboard or Sign of the Beaver, which is a great uh, book yeah. that I read. Uh, again, I'm going to say Sign of the Beaver. I own that book. Uh, it was my favorite book as a kid. The the whole idea in Native American culture of what friendship means. Is just tremendously beautiful. Yeah, and, and it's deep and oh god, it's beautiful. so deep. Yeah, 
like I cry at the end of Dances with Wolves. I can't handle it. When wind in his hair nope. is is yelling over the mountains. Yeah, uh, I wind in his hair. Yeah, uh, you, you'll always be my friend. Oh, God. I know. Yeah, I can it makes it me like emotional welling up. talking about it right so, now. So Indian in the Cupboard has that weight, like you said. And uh, I want to tell a little bit of my story. Yes, please. I, I did read the book, and I loved it. Because I love toys, I loved action figures and figurines. Yeah, that'd be your dream for and your I, action figures yeah. to come to life. And I loved Native American culture and history as a kid, and still do. And we have very dear friends that are Native American uh, that yes. uh, we haven't seen in many years, but we had the the honor and privilege of spending a week with them. And oh my gosh, yeah, we got un- to visit the reservation with them. Yeah, and unforgettable. It was, whew, man. And being friends, Beautiful. I mean, and it's lifelong. I don't know. Like I could see them now, and it would be like there's been no time. Yeah. So it was neat to be able to to live that a, a small part to to have that experience in my life, even though it was brief. I guess you know. Um, and and I love you, Joseph. By the way, yes. And Laurelin, uh, we love you both very dearly. So um, yeah, I read. So but even as a kid, I loved it, and I read the book and loved it. I don't remember much of the book. But I actually ha- do have a, some small connection to the movie, and I don't even think I've ever told Brooke this story. Ooh. So one day, uh, we were in the mall, uh, me and my mom and my sister. And you know how when you're in the mall and you're shopping, you, know, you got all the stores in there. Sometimes there's people that are doing stuff kind of in the, as you're walking, you know, I guess in the main court area. Yeah, yeah. Not the food court. But there's also just the, the, the areas in between the stores. Yeah. And there'll be people there with clipboards and stuff, and they're usually oh my gosh, yeah. doing some stuff, you know. And uh, This guy came up to me and said, hi, how are you, you know, and my mom was there and stuff, so he wasn't being creepy. Uh, and he had a clipboard, and I remember he was uh, dressed kind of nice, and he said, do you have a few moments, so we just want to show you something on, on TV and just kind of get your reaction to it? Uh, I didn't realize that I was becoming part of what is known as a test audience ah this is kind of what they did um and they took me into this room my mom you know they made sure it was okay with my mom and stuff and they took me into this room and they sat me down they said we're gonna play a a you know do you know what a movie preview is and i said yeah yeah i see those all the time they're great <laughs> uh how old are you this, this? i was about 15 okay okay because the 95 I was about 14 or 15 yeah and i was born in 1980 so this is 1995 around the time the movie came out and i sat down and they pressed play and I watched the trailer to The Indian in the Cupboard, the movie that we're about to be going mm-hmm. into and talking about. And I watched it, and <laughs> you know, he said, just watch it, and then we're going to ask you some questions. So I watched it, and I was done. And he sat there, at the, and he was asking me, what was your favorite part? What was your least favorite part? You know, what did you think of the movie? Wow. Would you go see this and kind of That's stuff? So you cool. know? And, and I was like, oh, wow, yeah, so... That's neat. I didn't know that. <laughs> and I never actually went and saw the movie. You know, I was I was a little bit older. I was getting into high school. And, yeah, you, you were know. a little bit over this genre, maybe. Uh, I had walked away, sadly. I think from my first love, which was kind of like, you know, the magic of being a child. You know, you well, go through it's that. It's like what C.S. Lewis says. He says, "One day you'll be at an age where you can appreciate fairy tales again." Yes, and that's there where is I'm a at. time where you leave it. I, I believe that. Yeah. And then you're old enough to return. Yeah, and make a podcast, right? Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, write the Chronicles of Narnia. Whatever. So that is my, <laughs> yeah, before we get into the film. So that is my, so why don't you talk about, you know, your, you know. Uh, okay, so uh, when it came out, okay, so I, I was I was young, obviously. Well, there's, a, there's a bit of an age gap between Toby and I. Um, I was, it was, you said July of 95, so I was eight. So uh, currently at that point, there were some pretty 
crazy tumultuous things happening in my family. My mom was very ill. She was in the hospital, so I didn't. There, the, I, I don't remember a lot of that because I guess your your child brain protects you from sad memories. But um, I didn't go see a lot of movies. But I remember right. seeing the trailer yes. on uh, TV, and I remember, you should not do magic. You do not understand, or something like that. And I remember yes. being like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" And I remember thinking it was so cool. This concept of your toy coming to life. Right. I did see the movie. I just think I saw. I think I rented it. I want to say the later. one. The one thing in the trailer that I thought was really powerful. I love a good movie trailer. Yeah. And I remember the movie trailer was really mysterious. And I, I liked the trailer a lot. The, yeah. And I remember my favorite part of the trailer was uh, you just see uh, the boy Omri. You see him. You, you know, open the cupboard. And you, and then you go from like the view of inside the cover, and you just see Omri open it, and then you see, yeah, a little bear like stand up, and you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, <laughs> like this and is the dream. Th- so if you've seen the, if you've read the book, then you know, oh gosh, this is Indian in the cover. Yeah, you know? yeah. I love trailers that don't quite tell you what they are. Yeah. Until you, in that moment, until, in that yeah. moment, in that moment when that little guy stood up, you know that's little bear. Yeah. So it was exciting. Yeah. Yeah, I I remember watching the movie. I remember liking it. I remember thinking it was really good. But I don't. It wasn't one of those movies that that I was like, oh, I got to watch this over and over. I just remember enjoying it, and that was it. Yeah. And uh, I think one one of our and this uh, is enjoyable. Yeah, maybe. one of our listeners, Hannah, she was she was saying uh, she commented on Instagram and she said, oh man, you know, I remember, you know, if you could if you could ever thrift, you know, like, you'll be a thrift god if you could find the VHS tape that had the little key inside it. And I remember that. Oh, I remember because you know back in the day when they would release VHS tapes. Some movies would come with like a trinket. Like I remember Free Willy came with the uh, whale necklace, which I wore proudly every day to school. Of course. The Secret Garden came with the silver locket, which again, I wore every day to school. You know, I loved those days. And in the cupboard had the little key that came with it. And um, so it it had its own allure for sure. But it yes. wasn't it. It was just one of those good movies. I was like, that was great. And then I yeah. moved on. Right, yeah, and and there are some differences in the obviously always differences in the movie. There's in the book, some right, right, some better, some you know it's kind of like you know it, it is what it is, you know. Yeah, I it, mean they, they, cha- they they're never things. gonna they're never gonna make an adaptation of any book where they put everything in the book in the movie. I know, it's yeah. just never gonna happen. But sadly. sometimes it's ridiculous. Well, yeah, I, true. you don't you don't see anything like that really with ending in the cupboard, but you do see that sometimes when. They adapt a book into a movie. And you're like, that's a whole other. Yeah. That's a whole other thing you're doing there. Yeah, like <laughs> it's not even in the book, right? Bram Stoker's Dracula. Ugh, yeah, right. I don't want to talk about. Thanks, it. Francis Ford Coppola. I mean, we appreciate Godfather, but Lord, and we, I appreciate the aesthetic he created. Right, I did of not. Dracula. Did I not, appreciate that. I did not need the treatment he did of Dracula. We're going to talk about that one eventually. Right. Probably maybe in October. Maybe. Right. <laughs> but let's get into ending in the cover. This yeah. part here. So, uh, opening credits. We see this wooden covered opening. With close-up shots of toy Native American toys, eventually the camera zooms out. We see this whole scene that kind of fades into the story. Right. The scene is just all these little figurines. Yeah. Y- Yossi was watching the the opening with me, and when he saw it turn into the people, he goes, "Oh, oh, the toys are real now." I was like, "No, no, 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 not yet. Those are just people." <laughs> he was so no. It excited. actually, yeah, it takes us into the it story. It was cute. <laughs> and we see kids playing outside uh, after a school day, and among them is a young boy named Omri, who looks like he's maybe. What eleven? And a quintessential nineties outfit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Definitely. And he seems to be from a happy family. Yeah. Uh, you know your your average. You get your mom and dad. Yeah, the got, brothers. You yeah. Know. Um. 
we, we go to Omer, like I said, we're at Omri's house, and we find it's his birthday. And he stands there happily uh, looking at his cake with his family around. Uh, his mom, Jane, is there. This is Lindsay Rouse. Uh, never seen her in anything else. Uh, his, da- uh, his dad, Victor, he's is... He's in a lot. Yeah, he's in a lot. Richard Jenkins is really good. He's really, real funny, and too. And he's a great actor. He's not He's not being comedic in this role, but no. like, he's really funny. Oh, gosh, he's hilarious, yeah. <laughs> but generally, guys that are funny are really good at being serious. And yeah, he's such true. a He's a sweet dad in this movie. And I think what, what I thought was neat about this, what stood out to me... Uh, was that it was his birthday and it was just his family and he was happy about that. He did I have, thought that yeah. was sweet. Yeah. That it wasn't like this big party. It was just no. him and his family unit. And, and even the older brothers were like happy real, for right, him. Real sweet. And now yeah. he did have one friend, uh, Patrick. Yeah, that's right. Patrick and his mom yeah, were and, there. Uh, Patrick, if I'm saying the name wrong, is played by actor Rishi Bhatt or Bat, B-H-A-T. Mm-hmm. Bhatt. Uh, yeah, so he is there. And, yeah, that's right, because that's his best. Yeah, time. and his mom's there too. They seem to, you know, ha- have a really sweet family and stuff. Yeah, and, like they're real close. Uh, Omri is especially excited about receiving a skateboard, which is, you know, all the rage in the in the <laughs> yeah in the nineties. Uh, his older brother AD got him some action figure, and another brother uh, got him. He had two older brothers, uh, so one got him the action figure. Another got him an antique wooden cupboard. Which is an interesting gift for a teenage boy to it give is a child. That a little bit. I was like, mm. I, you know, and again, I have to go back to the book because I don't know uh, how he gets the cupboard in the book. Yeah, uh, exactly. I do know, though, it did seem forced in this scene. Yeah, it's like I, I, don't, I can't imagine. That was that was very much a. We need to move this plot forward. We got to get the cupboard in. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And I want to point out really quickly that his brother, the one with like the. The like Kurt Cobain haircut, kind of. They both had that. Yeah, they did, but like the one that was younger. Right. I kept it kept bothering me. I was like, "Who is this? I know who he is. It is um he he played Pete Campbell in Mad Men later on. Oh, okay. So I mean, as a kid, I would have never known that, but adult me was watching it, and I was like, I know you, but from where, you know? And so, if you're watching it as an adult, it's Pete, right? Mad Men. So he gets this cupboard, and uh. There's no key, though. I mean, and he thinks it's cool, mm-hmm. but he's really excited about that skateboard. Uh, and Mom's got a box of keys, so yeah, they're going to look yeah. for keys later. So, so there's not a key to this cupboard, and it looks like a... a, a it's kind of ornate. Um, it looks like it was... It's completely wood, very different from the book, which in the book, it's a metal cupboard. Oh, really? It's a white metal cupboard. Interesting. Yeah, and 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 not as movie, aesthetically pleasing. I'm no. Say. So in the movie, it's this aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, uh, looks antique, vintage wooden cupboard that's white. There's no key, but there is a lock on it. Uh, Omri's mother reminds Omri, though Jane reminds Omri that she has many keys that she collected since she was a girl. So maybe they could go through them. I too have a key collection since I was a girl. Oh, I mean they're in Texas, but it's there. So Omri and Patrick go out to a local park to ride his new skateboard. It looks like they're taking a little break. And while they're there, uh, Patrick gives Omri his gift. Now, Patrick is Omri's age. They are classmates. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, he's a kid. He, he, you know, kids don't have a lot of money. Kids are broke. Kids don't have money. <laughs> yeah. They have so, gum. So he, gi- <laughs> he gives Omri a small plastic figure of a Native American warrior. Just looks like a little plastic figurine. Yeah. Uh, you know, Omri's real, Omri is a nice kid. He's he's very appreciative, and, and and Patrick says he couldn't do much for Omri. You know, he's a kid, sweet boy. Uh, but he said that the figure reminded him of Omri, and uh, he you know gives it to him. Uh, back home, Jane 
we see Jane dumping this pile of keys in front of Omri. It's later on that night. They're trying to find a key that's going to fit this cupboard. And eventually he does find one, and it's a special key. This is one that Jane's grandmother gave her. She was dying, mm. and it, it was like she had nothing to leave behind, so Jane wanted a, one of her keys. Yeah. And Omri then randomly places the small Native American figurine Patrick gave him in the cupboard and shuts it and locks it and goes to bed. He's reading Stuart Little while the cupboard is sitting on his dresser. Remember, he closed it. He put he put the little yeah. figurine in there, Native American figurine. Right. Shut it and locked it. Stuart Little's, Little's often a book that is being read in, in 90s. Uh, yeah. Like it's in, in Miss Doubtfire, Ms. they're Doubtfire, reading right. Stuart Little. It's, so, it's a good one. And I would need to read the books again. Because my question is, is the magic in the cupboard or is the magic in the key? That's, mm. uh, that's you know, it's, it's just interesting, you know, it, it, interesting question, you know. Well, because it didn't work without the key. Right. And and the key, well, the reason why I think it could be the key is because the key didn't go with the cupboard. Right. It, it well, was, they always say that, you know, like the dying, that like, you know, the dying last rites of a person are... They they carry a special kind of like weight and yeah, magic. And, and because of the reason why it was given, yeah. it was a dying. It was, and there's a whole witchy ma- matriarchal thing when a when a matriarch woman is passing. You know, that's a whole thing, right? So, okay, that, and that's fun to explore anyway. Yeah, and like I said, I would need to return to the book to really see the depth of that lore that the author is creating here. Well, the next morning, Omri awakes to a strange rattling coming from the cupboard. He he slowly approaches. He gets up. He's you know it's he probably thinks it's an animal or something. Who knows? Yeah, a rat got in there or something because there is a rat in the house. Yes, there is. The one of the older brothers has a pet <laughs> rat. As he gets closer, the key suddenly pops out of the keyhole. He puts it back in, slowly opens the cupboard, and to his surprise, Omri finds the small Native American figurine, very much alive. And, you know, Omri, of course, is shocked. His first reaction in the movie, he smiles like, oh, this is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I think any kid would be like, oh, my God, yeah. my toy's alive. <laughs> he goes to touch him, the little guy, uh, but he pulls out a small knife and he begins speaking Iroquois. The reason why I know he's speaking Iroquois is because the subtitle said he was speaking Iroquois. Yes, so we find we, we find out before uh, Omri founds out that yeah. <laughs> he Iroquois. is Iroquois, but we, we get that, you know, watching the subtitles, you get a little bit of... A little spoiler alert there. Uh, and he pokes Omri in the, in, in, out of defense with his little knife and calls Omri a demon and a giant. But before anything else can happen, it's time for school. And Omri has to go. He quickly shuts and locks the cupboard, runs to school. Problem is, he just saw something really extraordinary. Yeah. So we see him. He's got to go a whole school day. Yeah, he's got, oh, God, remember That'd that? That'd be excruciating. You That'd remember when you had something going on? Oh, yeah. I mean, for instance, I, I got something really important coming in the mail tomorrow. According to U.S. United States Postal Service tracking, hey. something very important is coming in the mail for me, and I got to get through my whole work day. So <laughs> I'm I'm, deal- I'm going to be dealing with that tomorrow. So you're uh, going to feel this. So Omri, you know, gets through school, you know, rushes to the cupboard, unlocks it. Remember, he he shut it, locked it, went to bed, woke up, saw the little Native American figurine, and shut it again, shut it again, and locked it. So when he opens it again. He finds the figurine as a figurine, as a plastic figurine. It's a toy again. He tries putting it back, shuts and locks the cupboard again. Uh, you know, he kind of uh, that night. Omri is is kind of maybe confused, maybe dejected a little bit. 
Yeah. Uh, but he, he claims he's not feeling well at dinner time. I didn't really understand that because I was thinking maybe he was faking being sick, but he's then asleep in his parents' bed, so maybe he... I don't remember. I don't know if he's just upset or what. Yeah. But his dad ends up carrying him to his room. Uh, that was kind of a confusing part. Yeah. Remember, he goes, I'm sick. I don't feel good. Yeah. And then he's asleep in his parents' bed. So I'm thinking, at first I thought, well, maybe he's just trying to he's get... He's trying to get out of dinner so he can go back upstairs. But he didn't. He was... I don't know. Maybe so he's, he's just a, sad. Maybe he thought he was going crazy. Yeah, who knows? It, maybe it scared him. At any rate, dad, Victor, carries Omri to his room where he's awakened again by the rattling after his dad leaves. He runs to the cupboard, opens it up, and finds the figurine alive again. And this time, you know, again, Dad thinks he's in bed, so they're not going to get interrupted. Right. He introduces himself, excuse me, the figurine begins to speak, introduces himself as Iroquois, and that his name is Little Bear. He thinks Omri is the great spirit, but Omri says he's just a boy. Little Bear knows English since he fought with them against the French, in 1761. Right, so as adults, we're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, a reference to the French Indian War. Yes, yes. Which was fought from uh, 1754 to, it was the Seven Years' War. Yeah, it, but it was right. Because he, he states, you know, what year was it? He says 1761. Right. So, so he's come from 1761. Yes. So we have some real history there. I love it. Omri holds out his hand, and Little Bear reluctantly steps onto it. So we have this initial shock between Omri and Little Bear, this little... Yeah. I mean, he's just a few inches tall. Yeah. Later that night, Omri gives Little Bear a toy teepee, and Little Bear says it's terrible because it's plastic. Well, and I saw... Li- I, I liked that he said, I don't know what this is because Iroquois did not use teepee because that is a, plain, that is a plains thing. Ah. They would have built houses. So I liked that... that they got, I like that they got that right. That he was like, I don't, I don't know what this is. And even when he puts it in the cupboard, you know, later, it makes and, an authentic. It makes one. it look real. He, that's still not his dwelling. Yeah. So that's, what, which is which lean, leads to why he, you know, what happens later. So, so I thought that was cool. That was a, that right. was a good writing choice. I was like, thank you yes. for not just being stereotypical and saying right. we just were assuming. You know, so, that was good. So we're also seeing that the magic of the either the key or the cupboard, the yeah. magic of the key and the cupboard together. Yeah. It's not limited to just Little Bear. Mm-hmm. Whatever goes into that cupboard that's not real comes out incredibly real. Right. Like right. Alive. Right. Yeah. And we see this with the teepee. So uh, Little Bear will, you know, sleeps in the teepee that night. If I'm not mistaken, yes. He, he does. Just, yeah. He, he sleeps he in does. the teepee that, that night. Because he doesn't have anywhere else to He doesn't to have sleep. anywhere to sleep. Uh, both are still adjusting to the shock of what's happened, but they bid each other good night. Uh, however, Omri isn't done. He pulls out all his toys. I love this part. And begins trying out the cupboard's magic on them. This is one of my favorite parts yeah. of it as well. At, uh, in this one moment, he puts like uh, seven or eight of probably the it's worst. It's the 70s, 80s, 90s lineup. It's the worst toys you'd, you'd want all together if they ever came to life. There's a T-Rex in there. It's like a Jurassic Park T-Rex, too. Yeah. Darth Vader, RoboCop, yes, <laughs> and a couple other crazy things. Yeah, and they all come to life, and they immediately get to just they just start to brawl in there. Right, 
<laughs> and they start fighting. Like Darth Vader's fighting the T Rex. Like, oh yeah, it's and great. Robocop shooting at these people that are yeah. like you know these other action figures that came to life. Robocop's like shooting at them. Yeah, and oh, Robocop is an R rated movie. Like that isn't like. <laughs> I know. I had yet another conversation with somebody the other day. But like, why did our parents let us watch these things I when don't we know. were children? Because they thought it was a robot. Like, what's going? I on? I mean, Robocop. It's rough. was incredibly violent and right. stuff. But then they made a cartoon, and then there was and yet we all watched it. As right? Kids. <laughs> I don't know what the deal is. Nineties parents. So. Anyway, he ends up shutting the covert, you know, and making them, you know, go back to being toys. Yeah. And uh, eventually, Omri falls asleep. So he, so we just have Little Bear again. Uh, and he wakes up to Little Bear requesting him to use the cupboard to give him several uh, t- different things. He wants a gun initially. Yeah. He, and he's like, oh, I don't have that. And he wants hmm. to meet King George, but he's like, I don't have a king. Uh, he asks if he has a fire. Um. And in this exchange, he mentions that uh, Little Bear does that he had a wife, but uh, his wife had died. He then asks Omri to take him outside. And Omri takes him outside for a little bit, but then a bird attacks him. And he gets wounded. Oh. Omri uses a toy World War One combat medic. And this is Steve Coogan. Who's great. Here's what's interesting. Steve Coogan plays the World War One combat medic it's a toy yeah, yeah yeah but steve coogan has also played a little figure in another movie oh my god you're right not at the museum oh okay why did that just hit me <laughs> yeah oh he's god. uh he, he's he's the roman yeah the, he's augustus the, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they say a great man runs the, <laughs> <laughs> leads this union right yes <laughs> it, it's the uh, night at the museum too is when he goes to when the... When he, like, when he, you know, bests the squirrel. Right, <laughs> so they're looking for help in Light Museum, too, so he goes to the White House. Yes. Yeah, so and he <laughs> says, they say a great man rules this union. <laughs> I'm just like, I love that. I know, and so he has experience. He, by that point, he had experience with this kind of rule. <laughs> I know, I just like how, you know, nobody calls this... I mean, I'm sure, I mean... I'm sure maybe there's people out there that still call our country a union. Probably not. But Let's it's just, be uh, it, But yeah, it's kind of an outmoded reference to the And country. what actor can say, I have twice played a small toy that has come that to has life. That has come to life by magic. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so that's Steve That's a neat Coogan, thing to have on your resume. And he is, f- he is just phenomenal to watch. Oh, uh, he's he, a joy. His, he's got a bit part in this movie, but... I know, I would have loved to see him more. But Omri brings him to life to... Nurse Littlefoot's uh, leg, which was wounded by a bird. So, yeah, the, I just thought that was amazing when I saw that part. And every time we meet one of these characters, like they're they're, I think what's cool about it, and this is where the weight and the gravity of history comes in, is because every time he brings one of these characters out, yes, this is they important. are steeped in the world from whence they came. So which he is means, he is talking about World War One stuff. Yeah, which means he's bringing. Which means it's it's you can argue that these are real people, right? Like like it, yeah. Because as as I watched, I was kind of like so that are like, embodying these, right? So I'm like, is he is he almost like summoning the the soul, the the life of someone else from the past? Like yeah. it's so it's so neat to like unpack, right? And because that, I'm like that, and, and he and by the by you know as the film goes, Omri gets it. He's like, this is actually not a game at all. Yeah. And it's very cool. And a, a correction, he's not Augustus, by the way, Steve Coogan. He's uh, Octavius. Octavius, yeah, of course. Octavius. Right. But I get them all mixed up. The all, I, I used to guys. teach world history, and all those guys have like similar names. The, the Julio, they do. It's the Julio Claudians. Right. All them, those Roman emperors. But yeah, I just... <laughs> 
I couldn't wait to talk about him. So I'm so glad because I recognized him. I was like, I don't know who yeah. you are. Who are you? Yeah. So once the medic has done his job, uh, he turns him back into a toy using the cupboard, and but he keeps Little Bear out. You know, Little Bear is still that's like his his new roommate. Yeah. Um, Omri then sets to gathering tools and materials to help uh, Little Bear build a home for himself. As you said, it, it, like a house. Yeah, uh, so he builds the structure he knows as a home. Right, and Omri then goes to school and leaves Little Bear to it. At school, he begins writing a story about what happened. I mean, and everyone, he, you know, his teacher and his classmates see this as like a fictional story that he's writing about his friend Little Bear. Yeah. But this gets Patrick's attention because Patrick... Gifted, I gave you that. Thing. I gave you this little tool, and you're making a story out of it. So Patrick is, you know, his ears are kind of perked up at this. Omer gets home and finds that little bear has built an impressive little house. I mean, very intricate. You yeah, know? the brothers are like, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, where'd you that, get that, this? That's going to happen in a little bit. Yeah. In order to get little bear a bow and arrow, this is where the story starts to take a little bit more of a serious turn. Uh, in order to get Little Bear a bow and arrow, Omer uses a Mohawk figurine uh, from the, the Mohawk tribe uh, and allows Little Bear to watch him use the cupboard. The Mohawk figurine comes to life. It's an older man. Yost was watching this with me. He he was he had a little bit of trouble. Yeah, our son was really sad. Uh, the and Kess was really sad. He has like a heart attack because he's he's, yeah, he's strict, terrified. He's terrified because he's you know what would anyone do if suddenly You're, there's a giant <laughs> staring down yeah. at you? Open this cupboard, giant kid, right? And he dies. Uh, this upsets Omri, and in this moment, it's important because this is when Little Bear realizes that Omri is not this god. He is an actual child. He is an actual child and doesn't understand the magic. That he's using, and that's the quote that you... That's from the trailer, yeah. Yeah, that Little Bear's upset at Omri over this because he's like, you are toying... I, I thought you understood what you were doing. You don't, and this is not good. So, you know, Little Bear is wise. Right. So, I mean, for all we know, this could be Omri's introduction to death. Right. And it was at his hands. That's yeah. That's heavy for and he a didn't child. Mean to, yeah. No, he didn't mean to, but I mean, for a child, that's... That's a heavy thing. So he has Omri change the... He said, can I change him back? Well, he does change him back. No, he's... he's at, what I'm saying, he's asking Little Bear, like, can I change him back? And he's like, what? You can't, like, he's, yeah, like, he's like, uh, what? what are, you, are you scared of him? And that's when he's like, oh, yeah, you are a kid. Right. Like, yeah, you know what? Change him back because you can't... You can't handle it yet. But, right, and we're going to... He's going to come back later, this, yeah. this Mohawk. Yes, yeah. Uh, man is going gonna, is gonna to come back. Uh, later, because something very important happens. Yes. Uh, Omri, uh, the, but, but they get interrupted. Omri is sent on an errand for his dad, uh, and he's accosted by a bully who steals his money, which was, that kind of came out of nowhere. It was a little uh, interesting. It happened in broad daylight, and there's like 40 people around. I know, I guess there was like, whatever, I'm like rite of passage. I mean, I'm if I saw like a little kid getting accosted by another, like, give me your money, I'm like, what's happening here? I I intervene in le- through in less in the hallway at school. Like I right. mean, like hey, you know, let that kid's backpack go. Yeah, you know? like I mean, good grief. Even if they're buddies, it's like hey, I'll cut it out. You know? Right, exactly. <laughs> right. So where are the adults? But you know that. But that's but that's a typical um, you know type of kid story is you're meant to have the parents absent because it's all about how children deal right. with these things. Well, Omri is discovered. Immediately after this happens, obviously it's very upsetting. Yeah. Very jarring. Uh, Patrick and his mom are out. Yeah. And I don't know if you noticed this. Hmm. 
Patrick's mom had a baby on her back. Yep, like a papoose. And I remember thinking, okay, is there messaging in that? Yeah. I, you know, because I want to say, for those who haven't seen the movie, Patrick is, is Indian as in... Like from India. Like or Asia, yeah. like East Asia yeah. Indian. But but it, it, would just, it was just interesting. And I, I, I would love to... Not that I'll ever have a conversation well, with Frank the, Oz. The thing is, it's like... I, I mean, because I you know wore the, a baby carrier. It looked... It didn't look like a modern, even modern for the 90s, baby carrier. But That's again, the thing. you have to understand history, too. Yeah. The whole reason why Native Americans are called were called Indians is because... Uh, he was one, trying to get to the East, the East Indies. He thought he was in India. Right. Yes. He thought he was... These are Indians. It was a misnomer. It was, you're right. So I, I don't know... It's, it was just a very it, yeah. interesting thing that the movie presented with us. And maybe I'm looking into it too much, but I don't know. I don't did know. you notice I, that? I did. I, I remember before, and maybe this is because I am a mom, but before I noticed Patrick, I noticed his mom. Me too, because she... I was, cause I, because remember that it's a wide shot, so you don't see everybody close. She seemed much more... And Im- I remember thinking, wait, is she, indig- is she an indigenous American? Right. Like, or, I was like, wait... Or is she important to the story? Is she? Is she? Because there, yeah, had, there was something about her that I noticed before made, I ever noticed Patrick. She made an impression on me. Interesting that you thought the same Patrick's thing. Patrick's mom. We didn't. Toby and I didn't discuss that particularly when you know when we watched it because we watched it like together slash separately, like you know part part together, part separately. Right. Um. And um. Yeah. I, that's funny that you. But I noticed particularly in that scene. The way that she was wearing the baby and just like, you know, I remember being a kid and learning about different indigenous tribes and how the, you know, how, just how, how culture was, how the family life was. And I always remember the papoose because I was like, oh, that's so cute. You know, I love it. That's a pre- right. that's precious. But she the contraption she had her baby in did not look modern. I remember I, from this movie. I remember going, this doesn't look modern at all. Yeah, it looks it looks old. It looks right. You know what I mean. So I and again, it could have been on purpose. I don't know. Maybe it was meant to have us kind of always have it in the back of our mind. I don't, I don't know. know. It's just it, it was interesting. I and thought. maybe it's an allusion to you know. It just was. I don't in, know. Yeah. I like it. I like it though. What, yeah. Whatever it was doing, whether it, it was there. meant to do or not, I like it. Right. I'm here for it. Well, they bring Omri home, and this is when Omri walks in on his brothers looking at Little Bear's house, amazed at the craftsmanship. They're like, how did you do this? They think Omri did it. Yeah. <laughs> and Little Bear is nowhere to be found, which is disturbing to Omri. Uh, yes. He runs his brothers out of the room and comes back with uh, Patrick, who is, of course, shocked. because o- He comes back with Patrick because Omri's like, I want to show you something. This is his best friend. And, and we would all do this. We would right, all show our best friend. Right. They're kids. A- and Patrick wants to see the magic. And Patrick's a sweet kid. Yeah. But also a kid. Um, Patrick's like, I want to see you do this. And Omri refuses. He's like, no, no. You know, I don't want to just do this. Because Omri's starting to learn he's, something. He's, he's feeling the weight of this thing. Well, after the, 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 the Mohawk man died. And after Little Bear's like, you're using this magic. You don't understand. So this is start, Omri's starting to realize, like, maybe I shouldn't just do this. One thing that happened in that scene when he says, you know, you, don't know, you shouldn't do this that you don't understand. And. One thing it made me tear up a little tiny bit as an adult. This it would never it didn't affect me as a kid, but now when he said, "Are you mad at me?" Right, and he never answered him. Well, he was. I know, but but no, and it, Little Bear wasn't wrong to be upset because he was like, "You're you're you're dealing in lives right now," but Omri was. This is a brand new thing for him, and 
it just reminded us like he really is a child. Yeah. He's just having fun. Right. And what happens when fun becomes reality. Yeah, and also yeah. It was it was honestly it was it was a look at what it's like when you have that first moment as a kid and we all have different ones, but when when real life suddenly intersects with your childhood yeah. and you have to reconcile it. And that's what for me, that's what it represented. Yeah, it's good. His his imagination and playtime what intersected with reality and the harshness of it. Right. And that, that I don't know, that was a tough scene. Maybe as a parent, it was a tough scene for me to watch poor Omri right. like, "Oh babe, I know you're I know what you're dealing with." Yeah. So his dad I think calls him either he so cuz he Patrick again wants to see him him do this with yeah. the cupboard. He goes, "I want to see you bring another toy to life." Right. And he's like, "No, I can't." And then I think his dad's like, "Hey Omri, come here for a minute." Yeah. So Omri leaves. To go see his dad. And he's like, please, That's don't right. do anything. Like, don't. Well, because remember, what had just happened was Omri got accosted by that bully, so his dad wanted to make sure he was okay. Yeah. So his dad kind of looks him over. He's got like a little scrape on his elbow. Omri goes upstairs, and Patrick just went ahead and took the liberty. We knew he was going to do it. Oh, and one thing that the mom says in the background. Uh-huh. Well, Patrick's defiant. And that's when he he was like, Oh, oh, that's God. right. Yeah, I oh, should God. I should hightail it up there. Yeah, and too late because it was he, it was something that was overheard. It wasn't necessarily like a main line, but they make sure to make it hearable. Right, and and uh, poor Omri's like, oh God. Yeah, Patrick. <laughs> uh, Patrick has done it absolutely. Omri walks in and finds that Patrick has brought to life a drunken, trigger happy, emotional horse riding cowboy from Texas by the name of Boone. Hey, Texas. Played by a really great character actor by the name of David Keith. Oh, he's great. Really good. Uh, Patrick wants to keep Boone. He's like, okay, you have Little Bear. I'm going to have him. I want Boone. And <laughs> and Omri does go, okay, fine. You know, you can have Boone. Uh, but he insists on keeping Boone overnight. Yeah, just to make sure all's well. Yeah. The problem is, and Patrick says it as he's leaving, because Omri's like, you got to go, you got to go, you got to go. So yeah, I can, yeah, like, yeah. you know, deal with this. And the last thing Patrick says before he leaves is, remember, cowboys and Indians, be careful. <sighs> and of course... It's exactly like an old the, 50s like the moment. Out. Well, yeah, you have to understand the history. Again, yeah. like you said, the weight of the history of yeah. Native Americans is very, very heavy and filled with a lot of... Injustices. Yes. And 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 Boone and it's imp- and Boone is important because I'm I think that if he's people, a product of his time right and I think if people watch this movie now they'd be they they might be inclined to be quick to write off Boone initially but it's important that you stay with it because right. Boone as you said is a product of his time he's saying all the jargon that you would expect from a, an ignorant cowboy right back in the day about Manifest Indian, you know, engines you yeah. know really just offensive things sure however it serves a purpose and it and it, it it does turn so like if you're watching this if you watch this movie and you get to that part and you're like this is offensive i'm like yeah yes it is well, it is and it's it, it is meant to be because you're meant to see the humanity in it yeah well cuz the moment that Boone sees little bear he yeah. tries to kill him tries to shoot him yeah like immediately and again as as you just said uh, we find that Boone has the, the, the 18th yeah. century Western view of Native Americans, and which is not good. Which is not good and wrong. Little we Bear. bones about that. Absolutely. Terrible. Little Bear is disappointed that Omri has used the magic again. He said, you said you wouldn't. Right. 
I kept being like, man, blame your friend. Like, but you know what? But you know what? He didn't throw Patrick under the bus. I'll say that about him. He did. He took responsibility. Oh, well, he for did. That. Well, he, he showed it to Patrick, and he's responsible for this secret, and he let Patrick in on it. So he's yeah, responsible, I, overarching responsibility mm-hmm. for Boone being a part of this picture now. Yeah. So uh, later, uh, Little Bear is kind of continuing on with his little life. Uh, he hunts in Omri's yard. Uh, Omri. He brings to life a little deer. I yeah, guess, a little right? deer. Yeah. So uh, little bear can you know do his thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's interesting because he did procure the bow and arrow, and unfortunately, yeah. it was from the the mohawk. Yes, that's the uh, whole reason why he was yeah. bringing him to life. Yeah, was to give him a bow and arrow. Yeah, it was supposed to be something so simple, right? But yeah. th- those things, you know. But obviously, magic has a cost, right? Yeah, that's magic what we're learning. Always comes with the price. That's what we're learning. That's so true. But here's the interesting thing. Little Bear does kill the deer. And as the deer is dead, uh, Little Bear is also paying respect to it. Yeah. It's really beautiful. And in that moment, we find that Omri, at the same time, buries the Mohawk Native American toy. Yeah, because he's watching him and he says, now as you are, you know, as you're like, you know, passing in a way, he's like, we're reconciled. That's what Little Bear says. And then Omri repeats it. And Little Bear sees him do it. So that means sweet. Omer it's... is realizing that this is more than just ter- making toys come to yeah, life. Yeah, because I think I think little these bear, are lives. Yeah, little bear has wrapped. He's kind of ceremonially wrapped him up. You know, even though he's toy in toy form, he's wrapped up. You know, the the man that passed away, and and Omer puts him in the dirt and buries him, and, right. and is very respectful. Yeah, and yeah, he's growing. He's learning. Yeah. Later that night, little bear tells Omri that he's alone. And he requests a wife. This did happen in the book. And this is one thing that I know the movie does do differently from the book. Okay. Is uh, Little Bear's wife. Uh, but we will get to that. Right. Uh, Omri awakens the next morning, once again, to Little Bear and Boone trying to kill each other. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Well, because he locked, but well, not locked, but he shut Boone in a drawer. Yeah, Boone. Thinking that would work. Boone got out. But yeah. he is a, a resourceful old Western yeah. cowboy. All right. He, he got found out. found his way out. So he promised to give Boone to Patrick, remember. So he's got to take Boone to school. Little Bear insists on going too. Right, because he says, oh, he goes to school? And right. I don't. Because and, again, again, that's another, right. and, another yeah, and historical even says, injustice. Right. He's like, I, I should get to do this too. And Omri goes, you wouldn't like it. But in the end... Little Bear and Boone are put into a fanny pack. True 90s. Yeah, and walked to school, you know, <laughs> attached to Omri. You know, again, they're in this, like, yellow fanny pack. Yeah. An Everest fanny pack. That's nice. The yeah, the backpacks. Mm-hmm. I remember those. While in the pack, though, they're forced to get to know each other, and they find that they have much in common. They this both, is a sweet scene. They both suffered loss. You know, Boone is crying. Um, Little Bear... Is is also emotionally like empathizing with Boone and yeah. vice versa, and they are becoming friends. Later at school, Omri finds Patrick almost showing other kids Boone and Little Bear, and uh, this gains the notice of the teacher. That, and the teacher almost, you know, finds out what's going on. Is it the teacher or is it the principal? No, it's the teacher. Is their teacher? Oh, okay. Uh, Little Bear and Boone feign being toys and are able to escape. Yeah, because he goes, remember your, because uh, at the beginning of the movie, he said, you're, but you're plastic. And he goes, Plaztec? Yeah, he calls them Plaztec. So he's right. like, oh, yeah, eh, they're just Plaztec. Like, cueing them. Like, guys, yeah, be Plaztec. Be toys. 
and they they follow suit and uh yeah yeah after the school, ruse is successful yes and after school patrick stays the night at omri's where you know they they're gonna hang out and play with their newfound friends yeah uh and we find that omri has swiped a figurine of a native american woman for a little bear. Yeah, there was wife. like a diorama Yeah, at he snatched one off. It was his little woman. And I would like, before we get to this next part, that's pretty funny, um, I would like to say that when they are bonding in the fanny pack, <laughs> um, it's really sweet. And that's that's why I say hang in there through the, you know, through right. the unfortunate things because this is what humanity is. It's sitting together and talking and realizing oh, wait. you have much more in common than you have apart. Yes, very true. Well... When Omri and Patrick get home, there's a problem. The right. cupboard is missing. It turns out his older brother, Omri's older brother, who's a nice kid, but also an older brother. But he's an older brother, right. Hid it to get back at Omri for messing with his hamster wheel. <laughs> Omri, yeah, he like stole it. Well, I remember he, he, he went in his room and took it and yeah. put it in the basement or something. Yeah, he messed with it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, his brother tells him where the cupboard is eventually after some prodding. But the problem is, is that his brother taking the cupboard... Loses the key. Yeah. Which puts off any plans. Which means, not, yeah, not, but which again goes back to your earlier argument, which is it the key? Is it the cupboard? Is it, is it both combined? Because right. nothing can happen without that key. Right. Interestingly enough. And that puts off any plan to give Little Bear a wife. Uh, and now we get to one of the funnier parts of the movie. Later that night, uh, Patrick and uh, Omer are watching TV. Uh, Boone is sitting on Patrick's knee, <laughs> and um, little, little bear's bear, kind of uninterested. Little bear's kind of sitting off to the side, kind of like you know, I'm not into this. Yeah, you know, and they're watching a music video <laughs> of Motley Crue singing "Girls, Girls, Girls." Girls, girls. Yeah, girls, girls, <laughs> girls. Now this music and video. There are lots of girls. This is a '80s big hair ballad band music video about girls. So, it's ladies. It's ladies, <laughs> scantily clad, and it's these young, like you know, pubescent boys. They're sitting well, there. It's just, Motley Crue, just like sitting there singing, "Girls, girls, I know, girls." But it's, but it's the bikini girls that are walking around, yeah. and they're just sitting there, like. And, and the two guys, yeah, yeah, Omri, Omri, yeah, these two like, middle school kids are just this like is life. Yep, we're living it. And Boone <laughs> is quote unquote appalled at the mm-hmm. sight of these scantily clad yeah, women. He he's says, "Real offended." Yeah, he's real offended. No, as he's watching it. <laughs> Right. Oh gosh. What is, it, what is it? He says. He says like he's like. He goes. This is a disgusting, disgu- a disgusting display, and he's. You can tell he's like moving. He's all, he's all bothered. Yeah, he's kind of like yeah. <laughs> Patrick then changes the channel, and it's about to get real. It's real. Oh, it's real. <laughs> uh, a, a very graphic film yeah. of, of cowboys uh, killing Native Americans comes on, and Boone is immediately now. Remember, Boone has has made friends with Little Bear. But he has a lot of things indoctrinated in him, yeah. years of... So he's imme- and they're not good. This is not... Yeah. You know, we're not excusing it at no, all. No, he's immediately entertained by this. No, the girls, girls, girls part was funny, and it immediately... You can't enjoy it long because this happens. But it switches, man. So Boone is immediately entertained by like, this. yeah, get him. And Little Bear looks over and sees what's watching it and is enraged. I hate watching him yeah, watch it. Yeah, it's awful. It. It's really bad. It's so painful. He's enraged. Well, Boone just takes his gun and fires it in the air out of like, yeah, this is so much fun. Ugh, yeah. And in a blind rage, Little Bear shoots him 
with his with arrow, arrow, with his bow and arrow, and it gravely wounds Boone. I mean, it hits him like center mass. Like, and he and even Bo- Boone's reaction is sad too because it's like he's surprised. Like little bear, why? But you, you know what it does? It shakes him out of that awful stupor, and he's like, "Wait a minute, we're buds." Yeah, and it, but but he falls over. Yeah. Him, you know, he's. And he's gravely wounded. And Little Bear's, all, but he's also devastated. Little Bear is devastated and tries to save Boone immediately. Immediately feels guilty, uh, but without the key, it's impossible to send uh, Boone back or to bring in a doctor. Uh, as Omri and Patrick try to sleep, uh, Little Bear keeps watch over Boone because Boone is still alive. Uh, he's just he's just really hurt. Yeah. Meanwhile, Omri's brother's rat that had earlier gotten loose God. starts making a racket under the floor. So we got that problem. I know. One, uh, there's one thing we didn't mention. It's a small moment, but it's something that I noticed because I know our own son has had this trouble, being afraid at night. And um, while we've had, you know, Little Bear with us, Omri, is, as you said, has been changing and he's been growing. And the right. mom, one night, he, start, he started shutting his door and she lets us know that he usually keeps it open. Right. She goes, don't you want your door? But he goes, no, I'm not scared anymore. Yeah. And may- maybe it's that Little Bear's in the room with him. I but think, maybe not. It, no, I think Little Bear's teaching him to... He's I, teaching him to be a man. In many ways, yes. He's still a boy. And I, I don't know why this moment made me think of it, but it's just because we're, he's having to take on all this responsibility because he wants to care for Little Bear, yeah. you know? And but little bear's caring for him. But li- really, little bear is. And he didn't. I don't think even little bear knows it. No, he's caring for him. And and, and right. what's funny is that he ha- he has a great mom. He's got a great caring dad. But every person, I think, at some point, especially along that really formative years, they need that other source right. that also affirms. And yeah. that's what he's being. He's. It's not that he lacks. It's that he needs that supplement. Right. And Little Bear is absolutely that supplement. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Well, um they they got the problem with this rat. Right. right? So they're so so Omri's like, I'll take you know, I'm taking the first watch. Patrick, you right. get some sleep. And Omri gets a flashlight in order to kind of see what the rat's doing, and miraculously while he's trying to find find out where this rat is under the floorboards, he sees the key, which had fallen in a hole. Yes. But they can't get under there. But Little Bear offers to get the key. And previously, he had been, he had been, he had his little, like, I don't know what it's, I don't know the true term for it. He was like singing like healing songs. Yeah, over he was doing was this. Like, yeah, it was no joke. Look how much he cares about Boone. Yeah. Like, it's just so And sweet. he braves the rat. Yes. To get the key. And he gets it. He does. And they're able to bring back our favorite World War I combat medic. Yes. Uh, Steve Coogan comes back, uh, his character. Who he's ten- like, you're a healer? Yeah, <laughs> right. Who, and, yeah. He, and he's able to tend to Boone. Uh, during this time, Omer realizes in that moment, watching us this all take place, that he needs to send Boone and Little Bear back to yeah. their time. Yeah. That's what they say. Yeah. Uh, soon after this, Boone begins to recover. Now, now that Omri has the key back and we know that Boone's going to get better, you know, everything's starting to normalize. Omri says, you know what, Little Bear, I'm going to get you a wife now. Look, you know, he shows him. But Little Bear does not allow him to bring her to life, citing that wherever she is, she has a family. She might have a family. She belongs yeah. to someone somewhere. She belongs somewhere. Don't take her out of that, right? Yeah, like she might have children. She now, might already have a husband. Now, if you're watching the tape store, you know we talk about this stuff and... You know, we talk about movies from beginning to end, and I don't want to spoil anything, but I will say this is a difference in the book, because in the book, uh, Omri does get 
a little bear a wife. He right. does he does do this, um, and and it's actually a good part of the story. Uh, I I think that they they went a little bit uh, a different direction with the type of with how they're responding to the magic a little bit because little bear is like, yeah, I want a wife in the book, yeah, and he and he gets one for him, right. It's not an issue, but, but they needed to wrap this, the movie up. But I this think. is still important for the story, yeah, because um, you know what we're trying to say, and what what, or at least not not me and you, what 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 the what the message is that we're kind of unwrapping here is that magic has a cost, and that you can't just do this. Mm-hmm. You know, even Little Bear's like, yeah, I want a wife, but I'm not just going to take it from someone else mm-hmm. so I can be happy, right? So well, Omri- and o- well, Omri says really the key of the movie when he's actually upset at Patrick at school. Uh-huh. He said, "These are people; these are real people. You can't. What is it that he says? He says you can't play with them or use pl- them. You, you can't, can't you, use. You can't people. use them. You can't use people. And around. that message in this moment hits him because he's like, this is no longer about playtime. Right? You're and, not toys. Right? You're people, and." As much as I love you being here, this isn't your world. Right. And he and, and that the gravity of what he's actually right. already said hits him. And, it, and it's a bigger message, too, especially because of the particular characters that are in this film, which right. is an indigenous person and a cowboy and all these people from history. It's we can't use people. Right. Sure. Absolutely. So I think it's it's really beautiful that specifically who these characters are. That's the message. And the, it's the greater humanity message of. Just care about people, even if it hurts you to care about yes. people. And, even and that's though, hard and beautiful, and that's hard for a kid to learn. Right, and even though Little Bear's lonely, he says, no, don't do it. Yeah. So the next morning, the next day, Omri prepares to send Little Bear and Boone back through the cupboard. And Patrick's there, too. Uh, yeah, that's right, because they, they were spending the night. And he suddenly becomes saddened, yeah. having grown close and grown to love Little Bear. And Little Bear realizes he loves him too. Yeah, and Little Bear sees this too because he reciprocates those feelings, and he takes Omri orally through the story of what they would do together if Omri lived with him in his time. Because he's this is what he did with his nephew. This is what he did with his nephew, right? Describing his people's tradition of making young boys men. You know, they would go out into the forest, they would survive, and then they would come back to their people as yeah, a Yeah, he would leave him alone. He said, I would take you out there, but then I'd leave you, and you'd stay for a season. That's tough. Right. And he'd have to learn how you become one with nature, but all this stuff. This is what you have to understand, too, though. Throughout the entire story, Omri is looking down at Little Bear, but when, uh, when Little Bear is telling the story, Omri closes his eyes, and when he opens them, Little Bear is looking at Omri. He's looking down at him. As it would be. As it would life. be. In other words, when you realize that, I mean, the he's one. He's been teaching him. He's been teaching Omri. And so so the bigger person, not, and I don't mean like the bigger person and the better person, I just mean the person who's really been teacher yeah. has been Little Bear. And so it, it's almost as if Little Bear was saying, this is actually what's been going on the entire time. Yeah, and he says, and, and then he's like, I take you as my nephew. Yeah, it's that so, was so yeah, cool. Yeah, that got me. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I know. Who was it? Uh, one, of, one of our Instagram uh, friends, uh, Matt, he, he messaged uh, after we posted that we were doing this movie. <laughs> His first one was like, why? Why are you, are you making me cry already? And I'm yeah. like, I know, I'm sorry, we're terrible. <laughs> but it's true, This is a, it's, the message is very moving. Yeah, it is. And I, I just, there was something about seeing him look down at Omri and you realize like, oh gosh, this is how it's been the whole time. Yeah, I feel like spiritually, 
This is how it's this been. This is what's been happening. Yes. Yes, Omri is physically larger, but he is a child. Yeah. And, and little, little Bear, Bear does know that. And he's Little eventually. Bear's tiny, but he is a man. And and of, he's a great man. And, and he's he a great man. He takes care of his he's people. A good yeah. And he's right. brave. And he's, and he's, I mean, when you see him with the deer, like he's respectful and he's gentle. He's, he's everything yeah. he, Omri would want to grow up and be. Yes. And the first thing he does with his time when he's out and he has all this freedom as he builds a home. Mm-hmm. So th- this is so important about yeah. what's, a, uh, this is such an important message about what is important and community and friendship and all those things. Yeah, and, what does it mean to be, I would say a man, but really what does it mean to be uh, yeah. an adult that cares for the people around yeah, him? and that makes. He creates security. Right. He or she creates security. They create, you know, they, they care, they respect, they honor Right. You know, such, I mean, oof, I mean, you can go on and on. Right. So everyone bids each other farewell, with Omri and Little Bear especially having an emotional parting. Omri closes the cupboard. Wait, you have to talk about what they say to each other, though. Uh, what Little Bear and um, Boone say. Okay, well, yeah, I was going, yeah, go ahead. Because yeah. before we close it, he's like, you know, take care of yourself, you know? And he's like, you too, my friend. And it's important, it's, it's, to me, it's a big deal that Lil Bear calls Boone his friend. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. They, they, yeah. In like, the book, it's much more, you, you have much more time to spend with them because in the book, they're, they become like blood brothers. It's oh my for God. real serious. I see, now I gotta read the book. Yeah. Yeah, so yes, I, I no, need, I don't, I I don't want to. I and Little Bear. I don't want to gloss over, yes, that Boone and, and Little Bear become brothers, essentially. And, and Omri and Little Bear have like an emotional parting, of course, and yeah. Omri closes the cupboard, uh, turns the key, and when he reopens it, Little Bear and Boone are back into toys. Yeah. But we know that who they are and their souls went back to wherever they were. So cool. Which obviously, again... Back into history, real back into people. Wherever. Yeah, and I want to address this too. Okay, okay. Because okay. this, yeah, I, bet, I, I and, know and what you can follow say. up, yeah, <laughs> because it's kind of bittersweet. Mm, yeah, because yeah. Little Bear asks Omri before he goes. He says, "Are my people still great? Still great?" And he goes, "Yes, but it won't always be good." And that oh, is that so heart, that broke my heart. Sad because and, we know. So basically, what he tells. And, and and Little Bear has this moment. It's like it, it's a long pause, and then he says, "Now, like, do it." In other words, he, he's like, "Let's do it anyway." So, in other words, it's like it was. He like, knows uh, he's not going back to a happy ending necessarily. But he, but basically, what Omri tells him is, "It's not going to always be good, but you, ab- but you still retain your honor." Mm. And I think that, mm-hmm. yeah. So. I, that's and heavy, I, and that's so. I don't want it, to. It's so bittersweet. Well, and that's and again, it adds to the gravity of this film that I don't right. think that I caught as a kid. I, of course, I didn't catch it as a kid, but um, you know, he because because all throughout this story, and that we haven't really talked about what they do at school, right? But they were learning about the Iroquois the yeah. people, and. They were talking about, you know, just history and things that we have all learned in school. We unfortunately know the unfortunate right, but history. but when you get to know these people. But now, yeah, he knows Little Bear as a person. Like as a, yeah, as, as like and a, he, a yeah. part of his family now. Like a, like they, they're like family. And it's all, I can't, <clears throat> excuse me, I can't imagine knowing someone that's from the past and then yeah. having to tell them, I'm so sorry, but your story doesn't end well. And then send them back. Right. That's, well, 
a heavy thing for a kid, you know? But he also says, but your people are still great. And they are, because here we are, are, still honoring the, that memory and yes. honoring the amazing and who they are today. things. That, yeah, who they are now and who they were. Right. So, and, and I, I just, it, yeah, that was really, yeah, it was really powerful. Let's just, we'll leave it at that, you know? Um, that was, yeah, I... I I appreciated that moment because I, when he said, yes, they're so great, I wondered. I was like, uh, yeah. And says, I mean, I yeah, haven't seen this in not, decades. Says, but it's not always good, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, man. Oof. So we then go to Omri at school, and he is finishing his story. He's reading it. He's reading the end of his story about Little Bear that, again, has been true this whole time, you know, a story they think is fictional. Right, right. Omri says that he doesn't know where Little Bear is, but that he doesn't worry about him. Mm. And that he thinks he had many children, and that he took care of his people. And that he, he would teach them everything. Yeah. And and then it's this long kind of pause. As and they're like, oh, looks, that's, that's great. Yeah, and then the other then the next kid reads, and he's reading about JFK, uh, President Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And he kind of fades off, and Omri's looking off. And, you know, you obviously know that, that you know, that He's cha- sitting with that. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's how the film ends, yeah. And it's, uh, it's really, yeah, strong. Really strong, really powerful story. I feel like I appreciate it more now. Yeah, because I think so. I just, there were just things I just historically just did not know. As well, because as a kid, you're like, he brought this toy to life and became friends with it. Yeah, that's already pretty cool. But you know, obviously, experiences as you get older and the th- obviously learning the history and learning those, and then just the maturity that comes with you know growing through the years. Yeah, um, you realize that it, it was so much more than that. And, um, yeah, I, I loved it, you know, and even, even talking about it and fleshing it out and, and it is true uh, as far as about it being underappreciated, I think, um, because this movie, um, if I can find it, uh, <laughs> uh I had it pulled up on Wikipedia. Yeah, here it is. Uh, it came out, uh, alongside the, or the same time as Apollo 13, Pocahontas, oh, gosh. and Get Batman and Batman Forever. Oh no! What it, it, unfortunately it just didn't stand a chance. So yeah, and, and and there's four other books. And in Pocahontas this, was my jam, right? And four other books were in this series, and they were going to be adapted into films, but it, it was dropped. Aww. And it's unfortunate, you know, because I would like to see them. This is such a sweet, unique, special story, and uh, but I thought they did a great job with it, and I really loved Lightfoot's portrayal of of Little Bear. Like, he just did really well, and he's still around. Uh, His name is, uh, his actual name is Gary, he's Lightfoot. He's Lightfoot, right, yeah. But he's also known as Gary Paul Davis. Okay. And uh, he is uh, a big, big advocate for um, Native Americans. Uh, he's the executive director of Native American Financial Services Association. He travels a lot. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, he's he, so he still is very active and stuff. Uh, in fact, I think he was discovered by Frank Oz for the film. Really? Uh, uh, doing music. Uh, yeah, I'm reading again Wikipedia. Wow. Uh, he was Lightfoot was discovered after performing a rap concert in Rome organized by the American Indian College <laughs> that's Fund. That's pretty cool. Who recommended him. That's pretty darn cool. And, uh, yeah, so, and and he actually uh, convinced the filmmakers to hire some advisors to help make Little Bear more culturally authentic. That's uh, good. So, yeah. That's really good. And it makes sense why things like the, you know, the whole, the whole TP thing, and then they were like, he's like, I don't, I don't recognize this, because he wouldn't. You know, like, like, that was, that was cool. So, yeah. So, it's a good movie, and and a lot, a lot was put into it, and, and, and I was, yeah, 
would love to have seen just I would love to have seen just the other books adapted. Yeah. Oh, um yeah. and an expansion because it, it really is a sad uh, you, you really hate to say farewell, you, you know. Yeah, I love little bear. I didn't want him to go yeah, away. And so <laughs> you almost kind of hope that somehow he'd still be around at the end, but I know there are other books, so mm-hmm. we'll, you know. <laughs> anyway. I'm glad we did. This is not this is I have to say this was an unlikely choice for us. I didn't necessary not, not that not that it wasn't on the table of course it is a 90s, 90s movie but it's not one that i would have jumped to but i'm glad that we did it no yeah definitely it was it was a great great choice yeah a lot of good stuff to talk about so yeah that is the indian in the cupboard <laughs> okay delaware all right <laughs> that was on purpose that time <laughs> well anyway guys oh uh, we need to wrap this thing up yes. so brooke why don't you tell everybody where they can find us and uh you know we um we're just you know like i said this is we're releasing this episode um you know today you know mm-hmm. it's been such a crazy work week we don't have a whole lot of time but we're gonna have all week to discuss and c- to continue to discuss yes please uh, set us up in the cupboard so do. i'm looking forward to all these posts we need to post every day. I think there's a lot to talk about with this and still flesh out with yeah. our listeners. I hope we get a lot of stuff. So, all right, but tell them where they can find us. All right, if you are on uh, blah, blah, sorry, if you're on Instagram, that's where we spend most of our time. That's where we connect with most of you. Uh, definitely come say hi. We are at the Tape Store. We're also on TikTok by the same name. If you're on Twitter, we are the Tape Store Pod. And if you'd like to shoot us an email for any reason, we'd love to hear from you. We're the Tape Store Podcast at gmail.com. And as always, thank you so much for spending your time with us. And we hope we made you a little happier, laughed a little, smiled. Thought thought about some things. Yeah, and made your day a little lighter and brighter, however that goes. Uh, (laughs) Thank you guys for, for again, any time you put into listening to our little podcast. We thank you, and we wouldn't do it, and we couldn't do it without you. I mean, yeah, we got the recording stuff, but if there's nobody out there to listen to us, uh, we don't care how many there are out there. We just appreciate who they are. Exactly. Yeah. So thank you guys. Um, so yeah, with that being said, we will be back next week with more great 80s and 90s nostalgia on the Tape Store Podcast. We're looking forward to it. And until then, this is Toby. And this is Brooke. Take care, everyone. Bye, guys.